Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is World Wolf with Otensia. This morning, we're continuing looking at the difference maker. Today, we're focused on diligent thoughts, diligent thoughts and actions. We're in Proverbs 21, 1 through 2, and verse 5. Our focus today is verse 5. The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteous but everyone that is hasty only to want. There is this saying that I love, measure twice, cut once. In many seasons, I had neglected this advice and had wanted valuable resources, time, energy, and good spirit. As I look over this Proverb 21 verse 5, I see where diligence had made a difference in so many areas of our lives. It goes back to our conversation yesterday. Many people are in the same activity and seem to be doing the same thing, but without the same results. What makes the difference? Today, let us examine what it means to be diligent. According to the Oxford language, it's having or showing care and conscientiousness in one's work or do this. So it takes me back to the word care, which is serious attention or consideration applied to doing something correctly or to avoid damage or risk. I have been witness to many people who have prayed and believe that that is enough. I realize that others will not even know about prayer as we experience it, but applies care, applies diligence, and they get what they want and they're able to benefit at a much greater result. Now, I'm not saying do not pray because we need to. It is our driving force. I believe it is our fuel. But once we got fuel, what do we do with it? I go back to the science lesson. I see my sis teaching and she talks about energy. She talks about the source of power. So she talks about this type of energy that it is there, it is available, but if we don't use it, it just sits there. So for example, the battery that's inside of the car, it is there, it's a power source, electricity. It can do so much, but if we don't apply it, it doesn't move. And I find that praying is like that. It gives us the energy. It gives us the source. It gives us the solution. But then we got to move. It makes diligence, right? So we could be powerful and just sitting down and do not realize that we are so powerful until we start to move. So if we look back at the building of the tabernacle, for example, in the wilderness, it was planned out. God took time and he gave this design to Moses. I always say, I want God to design my house and my life the way that he designed that tabernacle. Not that it, I'm equating my life to the to um to that. But what I am saying, the detail, the care, and what it was all to glorify him. When this was done, nobody could take the glory 
but him. But my point is that he planned what it was. He he chose a the best resources and he told Moses how to gather them. He chose the best workers, those who were not just skilled, but they were filled with the Spirit of God to do the things that they needed to do for this tabernacle. And so the to achieve the best results. This pattern God has given us so that we can exercise it in our own lives. How do we attend to the task that are laid out before us? I think of the student who's spending time in summer school this year. There are two students. There is one who's taking care of the things that should have been taken care of last year. The work that they should have done over the year that they did not complete. And so in order to move forward, they have to take that step back. Yet there is the other student, the one in another classroom who's preparing for next year. That person has mastered this year's projects and is preparing for the other year. Stepping in that new school year, that person has a greater advantage than the one who I just spoke about before. Now, if we are honest, there are many people who are in the first category who is of the same ability as the one in the last. They have the same talents, the same skills, the same capability, but yet lacking diligence. The same is true in our adults' life. We take care of our marriages in the same way, our finances, our jobs, our homes. And today the Lord is asking us to do a better job. He's asking us to be accountable, to strive towards excellence, to be great stewards of the things that he has given us. And to look at them not just as things and possessions, but as gifts. If we appreciate the gifts and more so the giver, we take great care of them. We see our moms, they carefully tuck away the dishes that the, the, the daughter had bought for her, that spread, that vacation, they enjoyed it and they talk about it for years because it was a gift from their child. And so God is asking us to do the same in our everyday lives. Take care of those things. Be diligent in them. It makes a difference in the relationships that we have, in the talents that we use. They are resources and God has given them them to us to use them to his glory, not to put them in the ground and bury them, but to be diligent in cultivating them and making them grow. As a people, as a nation, as a community, as a world, we are responsible to be diligent. We are responsible to conduct our affairs in a manner that it doesn't just help us it creates power for somebody else as well. The last section of the verse ended by saying, everyone that is hasty ends in want. Hasty does not mean the stopping of speed. It is important that we have a sense of urgency, but while we're moving, we have to move with accuracy and with excellence. And so today, as we press to be diligent, we want to measure twice so that we cut once in our words, in our actions, and in our deeds. Press good today.